Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone out there. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for another episode of Coffee with Rhonda. And uh, today's episode is going to be a conversation around um, the challenges that come with success and building a successful career and a successful life. Uh, so we're going to dive right in. Before we get started, um, you all know uh, what to do. And I am going to ask you um, to do a couple of things for us. Uh, number one, um, if you can just uh, tell us if you're watching, tell us where you're watching from, uh, you know, the city state uh, that you're out there watching from. Also let us know, um, let me see, let me just make sure this is going well. Okay, also let us know um, what you have in your, in your cup. You know, it's our running theme for the show, what's in your cup. This morning, I have coffee in my cup, as usual. I keep saying I'm gonna make a Starbucks run, but for some reason, it hasn't quite happened yet. So I still got it on my list of things to do. Um, but we definitely wanna know where you're watching from, what your name is, what you think about the topic and any thoughts that you have, and we wanna know what's in your cup. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started with our introduction so we can dive into our topic. You all know who I am. My name is Rhonda Y. Williams. I'm known as the Dream Life Coach, and I am your um, facilitator of this conversation. Today, I am the founder of Dream Life Leadership Academy and, uh, and also of our newly launched uh, Dream Life by Design Mastermind Group, which is going fantastic. I'm so excited about the folks in our group and the progress that they're making in our lives. I'm also a three-time author um, and um, also uh, a registered nurse by background and uh, lots of experiences in the healthcare setting. So that's enough about me. Let's move on to our panelists and get them to do a quick introduction. We have a guest panelist with us today and I wanna thank her so much and allow her to do her introduction now. Andrea, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Give us a brief introduction. Just tell us a little bit about you and the work you do. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Of course, my name is Andrea White. I'm CEO of Elite Leadership Coaching by Andrea, uh, where I help career professionals to uh, increase their performance position and income for career advancement. Um, and I also power Dream Plan Go Biz, which is another side of my business. Uh, that teaches business owners how to increase their performance and profits. And people can check me out at EliteLeadershipCoaching.org. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining. We can't wait to dive into the conversation. But first, we're going to introduce the fantastic Ms. Roz Jones. <laughs> she had a speaking uh, engagement last week, and that was absolutely fantastic. Raj, you looked beautiful. We were so excited for you. So uh, good morning to you. Hi, I am Ross Jones. I'm the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers. When you can't do it all, give us a call. We provide four levels of care, center, homemaker, companion, home health aid, and certified nurse assistant. And we're located in the great sunshine state of Florida in the city of Jacksonville. Fantastic. In the city of Jacksonville, you know, I just left Florida not too long ago and um, I was there actually uh, last week I was in Florida and it was just beautiful, even though I was a to drive by. I was in one day and out the next, so <laughs> I didn't get a lot of time there, but we're going to go ahead and dive into our topic um, for this morning. And so our topic this morning is 
the challenges that come with this with success. And you know, you all know that along the road, uh, we all aspire to uh, being successful in in our lives and our. Uh, personal lives and our professional lives. Um, and that requires a lot of hard work. There's a lot that we put into uh, the process of going and building a successful um, environment around us. Uh, some of the challenges um, I know that I have faced along the way have been things like um, I've struggled with confidence at times. Um, I have struggled to um, sort of stay connected to who I am and who I, who I was at the time and who I am as a person, uh, sort of losing myself and everything that comes up along the way with uh, being successful, um, and just many other struggles along the way, uh, maintaining a health, healthy lifestyle and, you know, going up and down on always on the run, go, 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 right? And so I've had my own set of struggles along the way in building my life and career. And I want to just talk about that a little bit. But number one, uh, what are some of the things that you all have seen? And after we have some conversations about sort of what we see, we're going to try to offer some uh, strategies as we always do for our listeners so that they can take something away and, and add it to their own personal toolbox. So, uh, you know, as our guest, Andrea, we're going to start a little bit with you. You um, and your in your work at Elite Coaching, uh, I'm sure that you deal with clients who are struggling and having certain challenges along this sort of the success ladder, as I like to call it. Um, so share some of your, uh, either your own personal experience and some of what you've seen. Um, thank you. So um, I think a lot of, you know, what you said just now in terms of your personal sort of story resonates with um, a number of the clients that I've worked with. Um, in the past and currently. Um, in particular, uh, for women, I find that there is a tug and challenge of confidence um, and clarity uh, and, you know, sort of negative self-talk and uh, being un unsure about their own self-worth, uh, which I find mm -hmm. really um, interesting that that is sort of a common thread, um, especially among women. Um, you know, and, and it, and it goes back really from, you know, childhood, school experiences, college experiences, early career experiences, and, um, you know, the leadership that pe and mentorship that, um, people receive, whether positive or negative. Mm -hmm. And, um, at a certain point in people's career, you know, as people sort of reach out and recognize you know, this is what I want for my career path. You know, I want to really advance in my career. Let me work on some of these issues. Uh, very often, that is the foundation. We, we almost have to start there before we can really work on some of the career skills that are needed to really advance, um, you know, in, in somebody, our career ladder, you know, like you said a minute ago. Uh, we usually have to start with confidence, self-worth, and clarity um, before we really get into some of the, the, the skills that are needed to advance uh, in career or even in starting business um, because the other population of people that I work with are, are new business owners. Uh, and it's really the same story, confidence, clarity, um, feeling feel, fearful, um, about starting and self-worth, especially as it relates to, 
um, how to price their particular products and services. Self-worth um, comes into play there. Absolutely. So, you know, I think you we're starting from a good place in terms of confidence and clarity. And, you know, it's so interesting that confidence is always a running theme uh, for women. And, you know, it goes, you know, and I think part of it in terms of success, and I, and I don't know, I'll toss this out and ask this um, to you, I'll uh, toss this to you, Roz, um, is I wonder if some of the confidence is because we are trying to break out of what we think is expected of us, right? Um, we might have a certain sense of what we think we should be doing, um, what people have um, told us they expect of us, the way we feel like we should be behaving. And sometimes along our path to success, we're feeling the need to break out of that, but then there be begins this internal conflict, right? Well, maybe I shouldn't really do this. Maybe I can't really do it. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this and some of that. So, uh, so Roz, share your thoughts on, you know, this road to success and um, some of the challenges that we face and how confidence plays into that. Well, a, a lot of times the confidence comes in, it's a challenge because a lot of women have been told, you put your needs last. Mm. You put your needs last. Like say, for instance, if your husband is going to college, the kids are going to college, everybody gets their needs met first. And then when the kids are out of school, I mean, out of the house, the husband is out of the, you know, out of school, then you pursue what you want. And so I think that's where part of the confidence is, is that because, you know, even as little girls, sometimes we've been trained, we put others first, we put others first, our needs are last. And it's not like that. We have to put ourselves first. We have to self-manage us first before we can manage anybody else. If our self-management is raggedy, then who we're helping, you know, we're going to just, you know, that, that lack of confidence is going to spill over. So, you know, we have to, uh, and you talk about it all, all the time, Rhonda, we have to shift our minds. We have to change the way we think. We have to change the way we position ourselves. And we have to change the, the people who are around us because if I've been, you know, trained to be, let's say, a, a nurse and I'm not a nurse, then I have to, I have to be around people who are nurses. Mm -hmm. And in and, and order to build my confidence, you know, so so as we build our confidence, we have to be around people that can help us shift our mind, that can keep us accountable. Because I think that's what the lack of it is, that we don't have the right people around us. And the way that some, some people, the way they have been brought up, and that is a part of the lack of confidence. Um, so far as what I see, you know, some of the things that I have been around and some of the things that I have personally experienced. Mm hmm. No, it's, I think it's, I think it's a really great point. And so as we're thinking about sort of where are we and what's our current mindset, and we're trying to break out of this, right? Trying to mm -hmm. really go for it, the things that we want in, in life and business. Um, you know, I know that some, sometimes, uh, in addition to struggling with confidence, I think, you know, Andrea mentioned it, it's, it's clarity, Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, here's a perfect example. I thought that, that I wanted to be in the um, healthcare executive space. Right. I was on that path. I was a chief nursing officer, a CEO. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, honey, I made it. This is it. And I get there and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait, this ain't it. <laughs> right. This is not it. This is not where I, I, I my spirit wasn't really feeling good. I was feeling like I was losing a bit of who I am. And so there I am trying to put on the happy face and try to do the right thing and 
And at the, in the inside, there's this churning going up, you know, this is not going to work. And so I think that clarity along the way and the confidence to make a shift, right? So I'm going to talk to, to toss this back out to you in a second, Andrea, because for me, it took me getting confident enough to say, I'm not going to do this work. I don't want to do it. I know I put a lot of time and effort into it. I know that, you know, I've built this career over so many, many years, but guess what? I don't want to do this work anymore and being confident enough to step up. And I remember the day that I said to my dad, Hey, I'm not going to do the CEO any work anymore. He was like, what? Um, <laughs> he was like, I had just fell and hit my head or something. He was like, um, you know, I, 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 what are you talking about? And what do you mean? And what, what are you going to do? And of course I didn't help because I didn't know what I was going to do at the moment. I just knew I wasn't going to do that. So when we're talking about clarity, some of it is, um, back to that confidence enough to sit with yourself, to get still, to really think about what it is that you're hoping to do and then be confidently go forward and sharing that clarity with others to say, you know what, this isn't it. And I'm going in a new direction. So Andrea, do you find that people just, they, they struggle with the clarity because of all of those things we talked about. So um, just so many things ran through my mind as you were just sharing. Um, and so I'll, I'll talk a little bit from my own personal space, as well as just having worked with people over the past um, almost 25 years. I can't believe I can say that. <laughs> um, but uh, just as a um, young um, woman, um, I had my first son uh, at 25 years old. And um, my second son, much later in life, I was 33, um, but raising both of them alone, number one, and the busyness of that. Right. Um, and so, again, just, you know, man or woman, you know, as we are sort of working our way through life, one of the common denominators that really sort of challenges people in terms of living on purpose and living in advancement and living in success is really just living life every day, like right. getting all of the things done. And like you said earlier, um, I didn't really recognize this until much later. I'll be 49 next month. And so really... <laughs> Really, um, unfortunately, you know, I was probably 40-ish when um, I realized that to really be in the necessity of being intentional. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to be intentional, you literally have to sit still. Right. Uh, so one of the things that I really try to encourage and recommend for my clients to do as we work through, um, you know, working on their career goals or working on their business goals, like you really have to sit still and be quiet and be intentional. Um, and for some people, that means like you really have to write that down and put it on the calendar. I am going to do this today. And these are the things that I need to think about, plan for, and reflect on. Um, but frequently, just the busyness of life. Um, and like I said, just raising my sons by myself. Both of them um, play basketball year round. So lots of travel involved and things of that nature. And just having to go all the time. 
Um, and unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, in a way, like success can come at any time in life. Um, one of the things that I really try to impart with younger professionals um, is to really understand uh, the, the power of intentionality. Right. Um, right. And, you know, especially younger people, they know they mm -hmm. want to be successful. They may not know what it looks like, um, but I think this particular generation and the generation behind it, like they just have this drive and this, you know, want to be successful. Um, and so I think it's really important to help them to understand really early in life yeah. um, the, the necessity to be intentional, to, to sit and reflect, plan, talk with other people. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be successful alone. Right. Um, even as you build your, your confidence and your clarity, that comes in relationship with other people, whether wow. it's a, a mentor, um, other like-minded people, you need other people around you to sort of really shape your advancement and success. I, well, you know what? I love that part. <clears throat> you can't be successful alone, right? Um, it took me a while <laughs> to figure that out. Like, I am such a loner that I would just think, you know what? I could just put my head down and just go to work like a, like a busy little bee. Put my head down and work, 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 work. And that was going to do it, right? And it took me a while to realize that re success really is a team sport. Um, it really is. You cannot do it alone in this world to any great extent, you know, at least having that kind of success is going to require um, that you rely and you lean on other people. But sometimes when you're trying to lean on those people, you get your dream killers and your success right. haters and all of that out there. And so, and Raj, you spoke to this earlier about have, but what happens you know, what do you do when you don't have those supporters around you? I've talked to clients who, whose husbands are not supportive or whose family is like, you're doing too much, right? You need to focus on us and, you know, who's going to make dinner, you know, dinner's late and all of that fun stuff. And then there's this overwhelming sense of guilt that comes along when you're trying to do your thing, you're trying to be successful, um, but you have all of these, you have some folks around you that are not supportive. And so Roz, what, what, do, what do they do in this situation? What, what do we recommend for people who have those folks in their lives? Well, first of all, you have, to, you have to decide, and some of them you can't take out of your life, but you can reduce the amount of time that you spend with them. What about right. that? <laughs> And then also, too, it's about self-management. I can't manage what you're doing, but I'm going to manage my space. Right. I'm going to manage and allow what's coming in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on Sundays, I do, and this is what I call it for me, for my personal self, I call it Sunday self-management. Oh. How am I going to manage the rest of the week? And, you know, I talked to you earlier about procrastination. So a lot of times you know, when people start talking to you about, you know, you're doing too much, you're overwhelmed, and you know, you have to, just like, um, I can't remember the name, the lady that's on with us this morning, co-hosting, we have to sit back, Andrea, Andrea, we have to sit back, Rhonda, we have to sit back and say, okay, you know, my grandmother's told me, if someone is telling you something more than two or three times, you need to sit back and do a self-assessment, right. and so what is the dream killer, is the dream killer me, or is the dream killer you? What are you doing to improve the quality of my life? If, my, if I'm miserable around you, then I reduce my time. If you improve the quality of my life, then you're there either for a reason, a season, or for a lifetime. 
right. you know, it's, it's one of the three. And so that's where you have to categorize the people. You have to learn how to categorize them. And you have to learn that every day when you get up, your time is self-managed by you and not by others. And I started, when I started putting a lot of other people before me, I was procrastinating. I was letting things go. And so I couldn't do that anymore. So the thing I started doing was outsourcing. Honey, outsourcing is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Trust me. I've talked about this on other broadcasts. Outsource one thing. I started outsourcing my laundry. Then I started outsourcing other activities, you know, so far as my business. And honey, when I tell you life is good, life is good in neighborhood. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. But those are the things that we have to do. We have to self-manage. I can't manage what nobody else is doing, but I can manage what I'm doing and what I allow to happen to me. You're only going to treat me the way that I allow you to treat me. Wow. That is such a, that is such a really good point. Um, your ability to self-manage, but also, Roz, the point that you bring up is, 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 are there really dream killers out there? Are they really haters out there? Or are you just letting them into your space? You're letting them into your head, you're letting them affect what you're doing. You know what? We're letting them in, but we don't know how to let them go. We talked about that. Oh. Sometimes we hold on to them for too long. We get comfortable with being treated bad. And it's, sometimes it's time to let go. And well, honey, when I have let go, oh, let me tell y'all, y'all better let this foolery go. <laughs> Because, you know, we did say, you know, Andrea, on one of our last calls, we talked about the power of letting go and also of forgiveness. And so we've had some really great conversations. And when we talk about that, we talked about the fact that sometimes people are in your life for a reason and a season, right? And it doesn't mean that they need to be there forever. So one of my favorite sayings is when people are full of drama, right, drama filled and their whole life is just a drama circle and they want to begin to bring that drama to me. One of the things that I say is, you know what, I will love you from a distance. I will love all over you from a distance and just keep not get too close too often because at the end of the day, you get to decide just because it's a family member. So let's go here. It's a family member that's not supporting you, okay? Just because it's a family member doesn't mean that they have the right to occupy a lot of that space for you, right? You can love them. I have also said to people in the past, we can only talk about certain things. If you want to talk to me, we can talk about the weather. We can talk about my next vacation. We can't talk about my business. We can't talk about what I'm doing because I'm not feeling any love there. And so, you know what? Let's just, I, I love you dearly, but let's just create some boundaries around our conversation. So that's another strategy um, that folks could use. Bernadette is out there and Bernadette says, good morning. But good morning, Bernadette, we miss you. Bernadette is one of our regular um, uh, panelists and, and hosts for the show. And she's fantastic and we miss her dearly because she is taking a trip to Africa. So we can't wait to hear about you, uh, all about your trip, Bernadette, and how it goes and, and everything. So we've got a couple of amazing co-hosts out there that we're missing. Marae, I also want to say get well and we miss you too. Uh, so, you know, with, the, with this having people in your life, how do we, Andrea, create sort of this mental this mental fortitude, right? Have that mental fortitude, mental confidence to be able to say, this person does not get to occupy the passenger seat on my journey. Nope, you don't get a passenger seat. I'm going to decide if you get to sit in the back seat or the trunk. I haven't decided. 
place other than the passenger seat. <laughs> so I was, um, I had the pleasure of being on a podcast um, last set. I think it was last Saturday. I think it hasn't come out yet, but one of the things that we talked about is this, is this very same question. And um Personally, let me answer from a personal standpoint first. Personally, I feel like I have um, not really had a choice. You know, one of the things that I said last weekend, like raising my sons and recognizing that they're, you know, going to show up in the world as young black men and their challenges that come with that. Um, you know, there were certain standards and expectations that I had to put in place. And I really didn't have a choice. There were times when, you know, I may have wanted to be in a, you know, friendship or to hang out to all hours of the night. Um, certain, you know, may have wanted to have certain um, friendships and romantic relationships and et cetera, et cetera. But for me, um, I chose like, this is what's important to me for right now. Mm -hmm. These are the relationships that are important to me right now. These are the friendships that can support me and where I am right now. And based on sort of your, you know, career advancement goals, your life success goals, that changes. It ebbs and it flows in terms of, you know, great friendships, great romantic relationships, family relationships. Um, and I think uh, as a young person, um, these are the things that we didn't really talk about, learn about. Um, nobody really talks about boundaries per se. Right. Um, so one of the conversations that I have with my sons all the time is, you know, really being attuned to what people say and do their actions match. Right. Um, and you don't necessarily cut people off at the first sign of, ooh, you know, because you get that little thing. It goes, ooh. <laughs> um, but you just pay attention. And if there is a pattern there, then you have to have the wherewithal to recognize that this person is not good um, for your particular space and where you're trying to go. Right. Um, and even going so far as, you know, sort of giving examples of the words to use, you know, when you need to end a relationship or put in a boundary. Those are the things that we don't discuss and we don't necessarily teach other people, whether it's friends or younger people in our lives. Um, and so even working with clients, like a lot of times we may even role play or we may give scripts and things like that, because a lot of times people make decisions and stay in, in, in action because they don't know what to say. Right. Um, and so really just helping people to build those skills and build that confidence and ability to work through conflict um, are just things that I think are becoming more and more important. Mm -hmm. um, and really, if, if, if you want a certain thing or things out of life, uh, those are the things that you really have to sort of sharpen and be comfortable in, in you know, uh, in putting into play. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's interesting as we go through the dynamics, one of the places I want to take us, Roz, because you talk about this so well, one of the places that I want to take us as we're sort of navigating this and getting our mindset right and building our confidence around this. Um, one of the things, and, and we're going to wrap up on this part of the conversation, but how do we stay connected and true to 
um, ourselves and who we are. You know, as I was saying, at a point in my career, I felt like I was sort of losing myself. I was, I felt like I was being pushed to be something that I wasn't, uh, that I really wasn't. And and in reality, and looking back, maybe it was just me <laughs> feeling that way, right? Because probably no one was saying, "Hey, you need to be X, Y, and Z." But there was this expectation on how I would act, how I would behave, and that sort of thing. So that part was real. Um, and then along with that um, came just my other thoughts. But how do we ensure that along this path of success that we're that we do not lose ourselves um, on this journey? We other people's expectations cannot determine our journey. Mm-hmm. Other people's expectations of us cannot determine our journey. We determine our journey. Mm-hmm. You know, I told somebody the other day, I'll rather be judged than be broke. Right. Okay. So you can judge me all you want, but that doesn't hurt me. So like right. I said, a lot of times, you know, when when I was being raised a long time ago, and, and, and I don't know how long, I don't, I'm not going to say how long, but you know, my... <laughs> My grandmother had an expectation of us of going to college. We had to go to a black college, you know, we, you know, because it was something that was a tradition, you know, so those were expectations. They weren't bad. I mean, it was a good foundation. Trust and believe you need a good foundation. But what are some of these other expectations that we allow people to say, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Oh, why, why do you have an online business? Oh, why are you going live? Why are you writing a book? Why are you doing this? Why, why, why? It's because they could possibly be jealous of what you're doing and they aren't able to do it. So we have to, again, stop allowing other people's expectations to come in our space. Right. You know what you want, you know, and every day on my mirror in my bathroom, I have a list of what I expect of myself. Hmm. I have it written down, taped up in one of those plastic protective sleeves so that no water gets on it. And I look at that every day. So every time I go to the bathroom, whatever I do, I see it at least four or five times a day mm-hmm. to remind me of who I am, not what somebody else says, but what I know that God has promised me, what I know that my purpose is, my journey is. You're not going to take that away from me because those are my benefits. And so I'm going to be obedient to the word so I can unlock and take advantage of my benefits package. I'm done. Thank you so much. I love that. <laughs> I love that. The benefits package. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, as you're thinking about what you do to sort of stay grounded, stay connected to who you are, it reminded me of something that I just did recently. And, and that is to make sure that I was clear on my core values. I actually wrote out, you know, all of my core values and a couple of bonus mentions too. Um, because these are my sort of my, my, my guidelines. These are my boundaries. These are what I'm saying are important in my life. And so I define my main core, five core values, and then the couple of other bonus mentions that I feel like I can't really live without. And that has been very helpful for me. I've had them in my head all along, but I had not really taken the time to write them out. And when I started writing them out, it was an interesting exercise because I was like this, this, and this. Oh, wait. No, but what about this? Is this more important than this to me? And I, and I forced myself to narrow them down to five because otherwise I would have had a list of 30 <laughs> core values. And I'm like, okay, that's not helpful. That's not going to probably serve me very well. So as we're seeking to maintain ourselves, 
Roz has a list written out of what she expects for herself. Andrea, what thoughts do you have on how we make sure that we don't lose ourselves on this journey? Um, so one of the things that Roz said that really struck me is, um, you know, like I really try to now, I really try to really focus on, um, you know, what ha what does God have for me? Um, you know, like from a spiritual standpoint, um, what does he expect of me and how can I represent that out in the world. I don't always do the very best job of that, um, but at least that that is where I'll try to start, number one. Um, the other thing that um, I thought about just as both of you were talking about things that you have written down for yourselves, which I think is really important um, to be able to, to move forward in success. Uh, the other part of that is as as we sort of work with people and writing down and being intentional, it's really important to also help people to understand the necessity of being flexible mm -hmm. um, and being forgiving. Um, I think even as we write things down and, and um, have goals for ourselves and values for ourselves, to understand that those things change over time or can change over time, depending upon where you are in life, or maybe your goals change, um, maybe your life circumstance changes. Um, mm -hmm. So really having the ability to be flexible and forgiving um, for yourself is, is important as well as you begin to work on your core values, work on the expectations of yourself, and even how you define success. I think it's important to understand um, and accept, you know, if possible, that that may change over time. And so um, you're not living in guilt and you're not living in um, thoughts of failure when really um, maybe the goal has shifted or um, your understanding and knowledge has shifted. Um, and so I think those things are important as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And um, we're going to round up our conversation. Roz has to jump off. Uh, she had to jump off and she's actually working, getting ready to work with a patient right now. Uh, but I'm so grateful for our conversation this morning. I have a lot to think about. Uh, and I want to thank you so much for joining, um, Andrea. For anyone out there listening, you guys know we do this every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. We want you to join the conversation. If you're watching or replay uh, and you hear something that resonates with you, don't forget to share the video so someone else might benefit as well. Um, we want you to tell us, you know, your thoughts on the topic uh, and anything that you want to contribute to the conversation. And don't forget to tell me what's in your cup also. So uh, I forgot to ask you, um, Andrea, what's in your cup? I see you sipping on something out there. What's in your cup? I love a cup of coffee. I yeah. am. I have trained myself. I've gotten down to like maybe just one a day, <laughs> um, but I love a cup of coffee and I just found this new um, almond creamer Ooh. and so um, it's really good. And so I'm having my cup of coffee um, as I uh, work through our, our talk today and then I got a little bit of work after I finish, but coffee and then the rest of the day I'll drink water. Awesome. Okay. All right. Well, that's fantastic. I am a coffee lover as well, and um, and I use in my coffee because I've now started the restarted the keto diet, right? The keto lifestyle is not a diet; it's a lifestyle. And uh, so I have heavy cream, 
and I put a little bit of cocoa powder in there to give it a little bit of cocoa flavor. So my cup was my coffee was really yummy this morning. So for all you out there watching, thanks so much for tuning in. Andrea, thanks again. Um, you've been a wonderful, wonderful uh, panelist in joining us today, and we are definitely going to have you back on another show. Uh, and we will see you all out there next time on the next um, Coffee with Rhonda. So thank you so much, everyone. Bye. We'll see you next week. Thank you.